Hello and welcome into the Section 109 podcast from Studio Breezy. We're again in a different rotation here, Matthew. Yeah, I'm, I'm still actually not used to this, this where, where I am on the couch right now. I know, it's weird. It's weird. Matthew, thank you for joining me today. We have Babo Juan, we have Nadia, and Katie. Hello, hello. What's up? Welcome to the show. Thank you all for joining hey guys. us. Thank you for having us. So can we start um, with a little history of kind of where you guys came from? And so kind of a little soccer journey, right? So obviously you're players for Chattanooga FC, but you didn't start playing at Chattanooga FC. Mm -hmm. So Katie, would you, do you mind going first and telling us kind of where, where you grew up when you started playing and, uh, you know, kind of take us through that? Ooh, uh, I've honestly had a long journey. I started playing when I was like six years old. Uh, I was always the youngest on the team growing up. Uh, I ended up playing on the national team at 11 with the U15s. Whoa. And then, wow. Yeah, it was it was a good time. And then with the U17s, I went in at 14. And then the U20s at 15. And then the senior team, I made my debut at 16. So I was always like the youngest player on the team. And honestly, like even my first journey heading to... Florida International University. Um, I was 16 years, I was 17 years old, and I was still like the youngest player. And then eventually I grew into being, you know, the oldest player, the leader, you know, the most matured, who's able to step up on the field. And it was a different role for me, like being able to transition from always being the youngest, always looking up to someone, to having the teammates now look up to me and you know set that example and then i went into my fifth year at ulm university of louisiana monroe where i was able to you know have a good presence there and then i came to chattanooga to play so yeah now were you always you're, you're a left wing back here in chattanooga right where do you usually play i usually play left wing so on the national team i play left back as well because they always used to play like a 3-5-2. Mm. So I was always that person out wide. So I'm actually very familiar with the formation. But I usually grow up playing left wing, you know, because it's so much more freedom playing on top. You know, uh, you've just been able to be more creative on the ball, off the ball, like your different movements. But left back is more defense first attack later how do you feel about that extra responsibility defensively <laughs> are you like man at first i was i was really like nervous because if someone gets past me that's it they go straight to goal but uh i've learned to take on the responsibility more and see like have this mentality where if someone passed me that's it so no one passes me Mm. you know well and I, i've noticed that you very much go box to box i mean or end line to end line You're oh yeah <laughs> I, I think i ran most on the field is <laughs> i'm always okay. running shot <laughs> okay. i go competition <laughs> i probably run like six seven miles a game like my top speed all the time she runs all the time but it's always very like jog starting out hot I do sprint back and forth all the time but okay what I'm saying is majority of the time yeah, I didn't I'm say sprinting. anything about you you said something about me <laughs> I'm sorry okay go play by yourself I'll, I'll sit and watch you it's the midfielders versus uh, versus wingbacks here yeah it's always a sprint for me like <laughs> okay no? I, I get it because in my college I played last year your position and i was freaking running back and forth uh -huh. but now i'm running too 
Okay. Like, it depends about. on you what you do in the field. <laughs> we both run. Yeah. <laughs> we can agree the center backs don't run enough, right? Yes. That's the word. <laughs> They're just jogging over there. Mm-hmm. Now let's let's back up a little bit. Where is where is home for you? Home for me, honestly, is Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, all my family is there, you know. And that's I'm, where you grew up. Yeah, that's where I grew up. I only came to the U.S. for college and now for you know our cfc so other than that my home is in trinidad and tobago all my friends the culture the food the people you know just the natural vibes is there you know how often do you get to go back uh probably like twice a year uh christmas obviously and then sometimes in the summer i actually did not go home this summer so i could play with cfc we appreciate that yes (laughs) did you play somewhere last summer uh no i went back home and I was preparing with the national team for the World Cup qualifiers. Unfortunately, we did not qualify, but I was training with the national team players and the coaches and stuff. Like, it was a really good experience. And then we head to uh, Mexico, Monterey, uh, to to play in the tournament. And then, you know, I just went back home and I played with a few players on the national team until I went back up to college. And you got that fifth year. Was that a COVID eligibility year? Yes. Yes, nice. I mean, not nice because it sucks that COVID was around, but it's mm-hmm. cool that like the eligibility worked out for a lot of players to get an extra year. Yeah, exactly. I was able to do my first year with my master's through that fifth year, and now I'm just finishing up my last two semesters, you know? So it was really helpful having that last year. Now, did you have any favorite players growing up? Uh, yeah. You know, everyone would say the Messi or Cristiano wave. Like, I was obviously Messi, but... Um, other than that, it was... N- Nadia just can't get a... Uh, I know, she's like Real Madrid over there. O- obviously messy. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but for me, it was Neymar Jr. Like, he mm. had the same position. He had the same number I'm wearing now with CFC and my old school. Maybe you have um, the same number. Yeah, he has He has your number. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, was wishes, bo- he wishes he could be as cool as you. <laughs> But yeah, like, uh, I just looked up to him, his style of play before he became, you know, a little crybaby. But <laughs> <laughs> well put, well oh put. Oh my gosh. Heck yes. Other than that, he, I also, he also doesn't defend. Yeah. Which you do. Yeah. I, I just love uh, how creative he is. He's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Why, so why do you wear 11? Any particular is it, is it always 11? Is that your favorite? No, my favorite is 14, actually. Um, what is it with f- this team and 14? <laughs> I yeah. was born on 14s. Is the 14, is 14 nice. your favorite number, too? No. Okay. Well, we'll, get, I, we'll have questions about your number in a minute, for sure. <laughs> uh, for me, 11. Um, honestly, I don't know. I just, I've always looked to 14 or, uh, or number, what is it, number, either number like 12 or something, like, but it was always 14 first. And then at FIU my last year, the player who had number 11, she left. And my coach, he asked me, he was just like, what number do you want? Because I gave my 14 to another player. And I was like, oh, just give me anything. And he gave me 11. And I just <laughs> fell in love with it afterwards. I was just like, okay, this is probably just meant for me now. It's the new number. Yeah. It's the new KD. Mm-hmm, exactly. Nadia, can you take us through kind of your your soccer journey? Sure. Um, Well, it all started when I was um, like six years old. Um, 
I was always visible, just playing around with guys, like always with boys. Everyone knew, like, my friends are all boys. And like, Nadia, come on outside, let's go play soccer, stuff like that. And my mom, um, <laughs> hey mom, um, <laughs> <laughs> she was not really happy about that. And um, I don't like I don't know why. Maybe because I was always with boys, and she wanted me to be like you know around um, females and stuff. A girly girl. Yeah, but I wasn't obviously that one. So um, she was like, um, "Let's go try to um, like find a team." A boys team obviously because in ukraine like women's soccer is only like growing right now mm. so in at that time um we went to um one of my friends um and he said that he plays for this team called um at that time locomotive Lviv, and uh um that i can come and try and so um I came there and my my mom's idea was like, oh, she's going to get kicked. She's going to hate that. She's going to quit, <laughs> st stuff like that. And no, that didn't happen. After the first practice, I just fall in love with that. And I like, I couldn't imagine, like, I can't imagine my life without soccer. And so, um, yeah, that's how I spent nine years at that club. And um, my first coach, he's the best guy ever. He's like my second dad. Um, he was always there for me when my my parents were deciding if I need to play soccer, if I, if I can continue playing soccer, because um, obviously school is more important True. for them, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it got you into college here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But without soccer, I wouldn't be here. So Right. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so he was always there for me. And um, so I spent there nine years and then... Um, I needed to do something because I couldn't stay in the boys team anymore. So How old were you? Uh I was 15 and I signed a um contract with a team in my city, uh a women's team uh already and I played there one year and again uh like Katie said I was always the youngest one. I was 15, everyone was like 20 24, like 20, 24, 27. So I was always like looking up to the girls and I was like learning from them. Um, and I, I love that because they have so much in like in their experience that they can share. And I would always like look at everything they're doing to just kind of like get something from one person from another so I can get better. So I was there for, for a year and then the club unfortunately stopped existing because of some financial situation and I needed to transfer to a different school, a different um, team where I spent another year. That's when I, uh, me and my dad were talking about my future and he said, if you want to keep playing soccer, you have to finish school, you have to get a degree too. So the only option would be coming to America. So um, it was COVID, before COVID hit, I had four months to learn English, which I did. In four months. Wow. Wow. Now you're doing a podcast in English. Yeah, I'm dreaming in English now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's the sign. When, when, I, when I lived in Italy for two years, and that's when you know, when you start dreaming in the other language, not just a little bit. Yeah. You know, when you start, because that means the thoughts are coming first. Yes. In that. It's, yeah. it's so crazy to think about it, because five years ago, if you said I would be here, I would say, like, are you, like, joking or something? Like, was it in your dreams? So, yeah, um, it was hard for months because I needed to learn English and pass these two exams and I needed to play soccer and we like practiced every day for 
twice a day and I had to also pass my Ukrainian exams just in case. So I was like over like overwhelmed with everything, but um luckily I did it. I passed exams. My brother um who's actually my best friend. Um he uh helped me with my um highlights and after that we just sent out to on different schools different um emails and yeah and that's how i came to america <laughs> so you're at true mcconnell right yes and that's in cleveland georgia yes the fact that you're in cleveland georgia is wild so my the only reason i know that cleveland exists two reasons uh joao costa went there yes um and my grandma my great-grandmother lived there and it is like there's so many clevelands and like all throughout the United States, big, small, whatever. And the Cleveland, Georgia, it has to be the smallest. It's so yeah. it's so small. Well, yeah, I didn't I didn't start there. Um, Where did you start? I went to college in uh, Missouri. It's called Southeast Missouri State University. So um, I went there uh, because of some different things. Um, just didn't work out, and I didn't like it. I I mean I liked it, but at the same time I kind of wanted to change things. So. I went on a transfer portal and the coaches from Truett McConnell emailed me and I had like I had options to look at but just something inside of me was like was like saying to me like hey like this is this is the door that is open in front of you come on so that's how I ended up in Truett and I think that was the best decision yeah now positionally growing up did, were you always a midfielder I started as a left back and I was always playing a left back because, first of all, um, my first coach, uh, he was always saying, like, if you want to be a professional soccer player, you got to use both your feet. Mm. So that's as soon as I started playing soccer, I started using my left as well. Uh, and now I'm like, I'm confident with my with both legs. So that's why he was putting me on the left side so I can do like uh, both legs. And I also had a friend, so we would like switch. I would be left back one half, and then other half I would be a left wing, and we would like switch around. And but yeah, so my position was left back and left wing. And okay, and then once you got to college, where where have you been playing in college? Left wing, but then I started playing as a attacking mid in my national team a few times, and I liked it and I enjoyed it because um, you, it's the position where you have to know when you have one like when you can take two touches one touch or you can dribble and like move if you have space it's like i would say it's the hardest position on the field not because you like run a lot or like do something like it's because you have to think the most because it's mm -hmm. the most important de decision if you lose the ball in the middle of the field that's the worst that can happen mm. because it's just straight like if like if you lose it on our side of the field it's a straight shot in a goal so i love it because i like to challenge myself you like the pressure <laughs> i mm. love the pressure <laughs> let's let's keep it family for just a second nadi you've mentioned uh, a dad and a mom and a brother do you have any other um any other like immediate family? No, that, that's it. That's it. And then Katie, what about you? Uh, for me, I in my household is my mom, my stepdad, uh, my older brother, and me. And then on my dad's side, I have three older siblings. I have two older siblings, sorry, and I have three younger. Okay. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah that is a lot. Yeah, but I don't see uh, my siblings on my dad's side often because obviously I don't live with them. But mm, and, every you're, and then you're I, here. Exactly. So every <laughs> chance I get, I go back home and I visit them and we'll have like a, a fun day at the beach or 
we even like play sports or something like that so it'll be really fun do any of uh for for both y'all do any of your your family members play or or used to play uh soccer or otherwise well my my brother who passed away in 2021 he used to play but not uh seriously but he was just getting back to it before he passed but other than that like my dad he used to play a little bit but not professionally as well so technically it's just me that that ended up in this path okay yeah um so in my family my mom and my dad they were um always like into sports at school like on a school level kind of because we don't really have like a um like um high school programs it's just like clubs so or like a pt pe yeah yeah pe so you can like play volleyball basketball that's what my mom and my dad did but not professionally at all and then me, I started playing, and uh, my brother, um, he plays too, and he's like... Um, younger he's or older? Brother. Younger. He's 16. Um, he loves soccer, and he loves Messi. <laughs> <laughs> so, Everyone around you trying to tell you something. Mm -hmm. I like him already. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, yeah, so me and my brother, we were like always together, just kicking the ball around, and... Um, yeah, and he wants to go um, play professionally as well. So, kind of support each other. Nice, nice. Fantastic. Very cool. Do either of you have any nicknames? Any popular nicknames? Uh, for me, honestly, I've always wanted one, but no one ever gave me a nickname. <laughs> like, I feel so insulted. We got to think of one for you. My best friend, she used to call me KJ because, you know, KD Johnson. Yeah, yeah. But KJ's other a great than that, one, but it's it's so close to KD because your name's already pronounced almost like two letters. So it's like almost too close. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, at my old high school, my coach, she used to call me Lucius because I always used to quote uh, something that I used to see on YouTube. So it was like this this funny inside joke thing, but it never became, you know, serious. Lucius would be a great nickname if it stuck. <laughs> Because then there'd be so many derivatives. You'd end up being like Lucy or, or I don't know. I just feel like it would devolve into all sorts of yeah. uh, into fun names. Yeah, everyone would bring their own interpretations of what the nickname actually means too. <laughs> or what we do to your name. As we've already talked about, we completely got it wrong at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're Nadia, forgiven, by the way. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I was so happy when Alex when Alex was like, "No, I have a pronunciation guide for you." Mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, thank you." Okay, yeah. good. Nadia, did you have any nicknames growing um, up? No, and I never wanted one because, like, why do you need a nickname if your parents gave me a beautiful name? <laughs> you know. Shots fired. <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny. It's Nadia, true. some of us hated our names. Okay. Well, if you like, I don't know, like if you don't like your name, just go and change it, you know. That's like, true. And then that is the beauty of how, how would it be frowned upon, Trinidad and Tobago or in, in Ukraine, would it be frowned upon for you to change your name or is it, are you free to do that? No, like in Trinidad, like everyone has a nickname, everyone, like it depends on your physicality. They'll call you like tall or like short man or like froggy if you jump really high nice. like it just depends everyone Everyone's has a, got nickname. a nickname that's why i was Except offended because you didn't get because, one yeah because my culture is like frowned upon if you don't have a nickname <laughs> everyone just calls me katie like i don't know i just i just wish i had one but nadia's culture is different so obviously she's gonna feel you know different sure. in terms of it yeah. also it's never too late i was 20 
six when my so I, my name is Andrew. My mom named me Andrew. Uh, no one calls me that. Everybody calls me Breezy. Mm-hmm. And so like that's a it's a mispronunciation of my last name that became like my name. I mean, if you say I saw Andrew today, like almost no one's gonna know who you're talking about. If you tell Matt, like, oh I saw Andrew at the store today, who? Like he's not gonna know who you're talking <laughs> about. No idea. Exactly. But you saw Breezy at the store, everybody knows who you're if you know me, like it's it so like that, but it it came around twenty six. A few mm-hmm. people called me Breezy before that, but not many. But then, like, 2013, 14, 15, somewhere in there, like, it became my name. And now, like, almost if, – if someone calls me Andrew, they either know me from a long time ago. They're, like, family because I'm not going to tell my grandma to call me. You know, Breezy. She, she can call me whatever she wants, right? <laughs> um, exactly. It would be weird for me to tell my grandma that. I called her earlier today. She called me Andrew, and I'm not going to correct her. Or, like, it's a professional thing. Like, somebody knows me in a professional setting where, you know, you might have a name tag or something. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it's not too late. You might get one. You never know. Okay, hopefully. <laughs> Sometimes um, people can like call me Nod, just because it's like shorter, shorter a little bit. Yeah, on the field, do do they shorten your names, Nod? Because I mean, you want it the shortest syllable possible so you can, you know, say things quickly. Yeah, they they just sometimes say Nod, but I like I'm not a big fan of that. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's I don't know weird for me, but. I'm not gonna, like I'm not gonna lie that like in Ukraine we don't have nicknames. Yeah, people do have nicknames, and some as you said, like if I call someone not by nickname, it's so weird. Like yeah. how can you like call that person because like you used to saying this nickname already? But yeah, I've never had any, and like I don't even want any. Yeah, That's like fair. on the field, if I'm calling Nadia, I'm not gonna say Nadia. I'm gonna say Nadia <laughs> as I'm passing. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh my god! It's so long. You just have to struggle at this point. <laughs> just breathe out. <laughs> but yeah, for me, uh, on the field, like at my old school at FIU, they used to just say K, like mm. yeah K ball, yeah K. Like my coach too, he just used to call me K. So I think so you do have a little I bit think of that's nickname. nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think we can work with that. But yeah. it, it, it's just it doesn't feel it didn't, valid. It didn't because... stick outside of outside of that one circumstance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's not too late. It might, I used it might to call happen. you Katie because I didn't even know that KD exists. <laughs> oh I was like, Katie, okay, Katie. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I never noticed. I sometimes even on the field say it because it's just easier to say T's and D. Okay. I That's fair why. enough. I'll, I'll let you slide. <laughs> You're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> if you could play a position besides your, your primary, what would it be? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, for me, I recently played the the number ten. <laughs> I was good at one game, and then the other game I was not. <laughs> that was not so, a good game. But yeah, that was a bad game overall. <laughs> Forget in general. it. But, Just erase uh, it. What what game? What game? What yeah, game? What, yeah, game? I don't, I'm... what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but at uh, at FIU, uh, my last season, I actually played the number six, the defensive midfield, and I love that position. Really. Once I'm able to know the players around me, their strengths and weaknesses, I can I can feed off of that. So that was something that I love to do. Uh, it's just a matter of where I'm playing it and who I'm playing it with. Because you like to get forward, so I wouldn't have guessed that. Oh, exactly. Does. Yeah. Yeah. Outside backs and center midfielders. Matthew. Same thing. <laughs> How about you, Nadia? What what position would you like to play if you could if you could just play play any position that isn't yours? Well, um, at the beginning of the season, I played as a 10 and I loved it. But then because of some like uh, uh, people leaving and stuff like that, 
um, I needed to move a little bit like back, like as an eight or a six, but I would rather play as a 10. Cause like 10, you still have like few people behind you to defend. A little more freedom. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I can just go and like score a bangers or something. Yeah, speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of bangers, you did have an absolute Oh yeah, she did. That was, I about lost my mind. Um, <laughs> it was a good go. Thanks guys. Yeah, it, it was. It was, it was. And then, so, I mean, Neymar is your, was your favorite player growing up, Cristiano Ronaldo? Is it obvious? I mean, the Madrid fan, I figured. Yeah, I the number seven also. Exactly. Also helped with is, that one a little bit. Is that is that why you wear seven? I think so, yeah. And, like, I was thinking, like, why seven all the time? And then I just realized that as soon as, like, I'm the type of person who is, like, if I get something and I'm, like, sticking with this, I'll stick it until the end. So as soon as I, like, picked seven when I was six, I just sticked with this. And, of course, like, my numbers changed a little bit to, like, um... 15 or 19 and I like 19 like if it wasn't 7 it would be probably eight, 19 and in my college by the way I have 77 because I, it's like two sevens I love two sevens it's even better than one like if I could have seven 777 <laughs> I would wear that one oh my gosh. but also I like ice hockey and 77 is like an ice hockey yeah um number mm. so I was like seven and just number seven just always like brings me luck and stuff so it is yeah. a lucky number matthew believes in um non-traditional um soccer numbering he thinks that like and it might be his favorite thing about women's soccer is that like he thinks that you should you know he, a left back wearing the 10 is great oh i don't like that as an i, I don't, don't. <laughs> cannot stand it i don't like it either but he loves it he wants the the weirder part we have you know um totally wears anatoly wears 97 for the men's team at center back he loves that marcus wears 99 at we the, just signed a winger that that was gonna wear 58 like that's fun fun numbers like are fun they're expressive they're no good. no it should be one through 11 i mean big num <laughs> i'm with you there honestly I'm, I'm i mean like big numbers it's fine but i just like seven like 76 85 whatever i don't care but if it's like number 10 a defender center back what the heck like i cannot mm -hmm. it's a ball playing center back mm -hmm. dictate, just dictate from, from it's further like back. it's either two three four or 75 Aza. Aza. so Lame. defenders are only allowed to wear low numbers uh their their regular numbers or they got to wear crazy numbers but, yes, but no uh, no number nine wearing uh at center back i agree with you by the way we agree mostly on that part. I don't know. It just, I don't know. It's like something like bothering me a lot. It's yeah. criminal at this point. <laughs> let's go. Let's go, Katie. Let's go. Exactly. Exactly. No, because like growing up for me back home, they were very traditional. Like I had a, a old coach and he always used to put us in numbers that is relation to the player number on the field. Sure. So number 10 would wear 10. Number nine would wear nine. Love it. 11, seven. And so then the back how line would be five. Exactly. And then the substitutes would wear, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17. And that's when I was upset because I wanted 14, <laughs> you know? So it's just... <laughs> I'm, I'm glad See, you're on the same page. Like we, we, we start out small. Yeah. You, you, you should be able to wear 14 even as a starter. Mm -hmm. And we work from there. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was the one time I actually did wear number 11. I was uh, with my U-17s team. And I was upset. When you were 14? When I was 14. <laughs> exactly. Both of you played... Um, oh, and uh, do, you, do you guys mind sharing with what age you are now? Oh, I'm 22. 
I'm 20. Yeah, so you guys are are still early on if you if you end up deciding to and and continue playing like neither of you's out of you know you started playing at a young age but you're now hitting that you know mature quote unquote mm-hmm. player age. Nadia a little bit less. She's got another year or two, but still like the the 20, you know, 20 to 22 is is the right age to be. Yeah. In. Plus with with both of you having national team experience, is there like Katie, since you're you're out of eligibility now for college, right? Mm-hmm. Is there... unless she invents another COVID year? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not second I mean, strain. It's like, hey, <laughs> I, listen, I need another year, guys. Let's. Uh, can I get another year of eligibility, please? A redshirt year or something? <laughs> I already tried. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, you you've had several years, like just go play any years of, uh, of of national team experience. Like, mm-hmm. are are you looking? And this may be too early to, to even really tell, but like, are you looking to see if you can keep on playing to stay with the national team? Uh, well, right now, uh, the national team, we're not very active because we didn't qualify. Uh, we're just waiting on the other tournament that is to come. But as of right now, uh, in terms of clubs and stuff like that, I'm actually uh, within probably like 13 days, I'm heading to Europe to play. Nice. So hopefully... Uh, when it becomes official, I will announce it on social media. And you Let's guys go. Will see. Love that. <laughs> Let's Love go. That. But yeah, that's all I'm going to say for now. It's all okay. you have to say. Okay. That's all yeah. you have to say. You don't have to say anything. <laughs> that's because Nadia already knows the secret. Yes. No. <laughs> I what are we talking about? <laughs> what secret? Good, I'm, I'm good, good at keeping secrets, okay? Also, there's going to be a Women's Gold Cup in theory. Exactly. Yeah, that so that would potentially be, could be more games for women's soccer that hasn't existed, unfortunately. Yeah, I think it's later this year, so hopefully that would be something that we would look forward to. And they're calling it the Concacaf W Championship, or the old one was rather, but it's supposed to start beginning in twenty twenty four again. Oh, twenty twenty four. Yeah. Okay. Now that's on Wikipedia, so <laughs> we yeah. don't trust Wikipedia. We don't want to trust Wikipedia. I mean, <laughs> it's probably right. Probably. Probably right. Hopefully. Yeah. Nadia, how many uh, years of eligibility do you have left? Two. Okay. I'm going to my senior year, and then I have a COVID year, which I'm thinking about. I want to take it, but we'll see. I don't like to think about the future. Fair enough. No, okay. one year at a time. One year at a time. Mm-hmm. One day at a time. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's move in a different direction entirely. Uh, we're going to do some, some miscellaneous questions. Let's do it. Uh, and I'll just start off with jean jackets. Yay or nay? Yay. Um, excuse me? <laughs> Wait, is it like denim? Yeah, yeah denim, yeah, denim, jackets, denim sure. jackets. For sure. Are you familiar with jean jackets? No, I don't get it. <laughs> so they're pretty... So you know like jeans? Yeah. They jackets make, instead. Okay. They make Same jackets material. that are made out of jeans. They're yeah. pretty controversial because people either oh, love them or they them. hate okay, them. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Okay, so sorry. good? Yeah. Okay. Okay, would you ever... Two stylish people here. Would I you, love that. Can't can't pull it off. I have two. I have a jean and I have a black jean. Would you go? Would you go jeans on the bottom and jeans on the top? Like, would you go I full can do jeans? Whatever. Let's, yeah. I appreciate. Has to stylish. be double. That's cool. That's how has we to, has how to we do double. double. How we do it in Europe? Mm-hmm. That's, let's stylish. go. Let's go. The old Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, we call that the Canadian tuxedo here, because <laughs> Canadians wear uh, Canadians wear a lot of denim, stereotypically. Uh, what would you name? your boat if you had one mm, the ss johnson there yeah, you go it's good. regal as hell <laughs> <laughs> I love that. i've never even thought about that uh, yeah. someone clearly know. has over here 
<laughs> I thought about it. It's like the quickest answer really? we've ever had to that question. Yeah. Some, someone grew up near the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Whatever I have, like I have a car, I named it Abuelo. So I would call it like that, I guess. <laughs> it's... um. Um, it means grandma in Spanish. By the way. I love that the third, the you're, the third language. You speak two languages. Or do you speak three? Four. Four. What else? Do you, okay, name the four languages you speak. Ukrainian, Russian, unfortunately, um, English, and Polish, kind of. Nice. So and then your fifth, the fifth language that you don't even speak, you named your car in. She's no, learning no, it right I now. You learning Spanish I right now? I'm learning. I, yo hablo español un poquito. Let's go. Wow. Let's go. Vamos. Okay, we're going to come back to that because this, this, this is good. We can talk about everything, I guess. <laughs> I'm telling you, we have time until 4 p.m. tomorrow. It's three, actually. Uh, Katie's going to be just curled up on the on the corner. <laughs> Someone has to sleep. No, she's going to talk. Um, what's the best purchase you've made in the last hundred, uh, in the last year? In the last In a hundred years. years. Jeez, Andrew. I have one. Um, I have one. Best have purchase one. made in the last year of a hundred dollars or less. Oh, frick. Okay, you can go over if you really want to, but like you know, some people it's like it's a car, and it's like, well, that's yeah. Not... I just bought a car last week. Did you week. okay? Tell us you tell us about your car last week. Yes, okay. I changed it. I had it. I had a car, but I traded in and I bought a new one. But we are not gonna talk about that. <laughs> well, congratulations on your new car. Do you have a, a thing that like you know? So summer last week said running shoes. Um, I just bought a, a new pocket knife, which is like very like random, but I like pocket knives. That's so sided as you have. Like I have a you know mm. makes me very happy. Like, it's just a little, like, pocket knife. And and so that makes me very happy. It's less than a, you know, so my thought is, or the thought for this question is, is there something you bought recently that's, you know, not too expensive that that you like and that's been really good? Let me think. Mm. For me, I am an online shopper. Like, I, I buy a lot of stuff. So this is a hard question for me. But one thing that I would say that I'm grateful that I did buy I'm a shoe person too, so mm. I buy a lot of shoes. Like there's these Converse boots that I bought, and it's really, really nice. Like its quality it was only like eighty nine uh, US, and I wore it like three times, four times. Like it was the best shoes I've ever worn, and I give it to my mom, and she was so happy. So when I saw her in Nashville like <laughs> last week, I gave it to her, and she was like, "Are you giving me your favorite shoes?" I was like, "Yeah." No. <laughs> No, that's a sweet I, I wholesome think, story yeah i think that was the the best buy but other than that i i buy a lot of stuff online i i think it's bad we did hear, <laughs> we did hear you're a shoe person yeah yeah so i think that's my my coping me- mechanism we asked anna and some we asked anna and summer who the uh one of the questions that we'll get to later spoiler alert is like best dressed on the team and they were like katie has the best shoes i think, great I, shoes. I know summer said that <laughs> because <laughs> she came up to me one day how do you always have different shoes for different outfits i was like i just do <laughs> all right nadia's got yes i got one um well uh no one knows about it almost but i love boxing and i bought the boxing gloves Uh-oh. oh nice last month mm. katie watch out i know <laughs> no, she's I gonna be like she's gonna be like let's practice you're gonna be, no say no yeah. no i don't fight people i just fight punching bags that's it <laughs> i mean ukrainians are also good boxers so definitely watch oh, out oh yes they are mm. but it's like i don't know i don't like it because um like i want to hurt someone or i just like hurting someone it just because that's how i like 
relieve and like let it all out instead of like sitting and cry okay i do cry sometimes but <clears throat> instead of like going and like drinking or whatever do some stupid stuff i just go and like box and also it's a good workout upper body because we don't usually like for soccer players like you don't really practice upper body but yeah, sure. i do love lifting like upper body because i feel like upper body is also really important especially core so yeah i bought boxing gloves nice what percentage of the game soccer is physical versus mental mental is a hundred percent a hundred percent physical comes you can survive anything if you're mentally there yeah yeah i think physical it it is there yeah it's very important it's very significant you know keeping your fitness up and stuff like that but the mental comes in the last 10 minutes of the game when you're absolutely exhausted you're cramping up and you just need to <laughs> you just need to stay awake for just 10 more minutes you yeah. know you just gotta talk to yourself exactly that's that's the most important part the mental aspect of the game you know because there's nothing impossible Mm -hmm. i love that um how do you get your cardio work in obviously you said boxing in the off season you know you're getting ready for the whatever season you're going into how do you get your cardio work in um, i do a lot of um fartlek runs um like not a fitness like like people started like calling different um conditioning workouts fitness tests but i like i don't think like fitness tests are like supposed to be called like that it's just like some different things like menu or like yo-yo is a good like workout as well like you can mm -hmm. like run a few levels and that's how you improve but as a soccer player the um you can run any fitness test every day and you you will be in a good shape but soccer fitness is completely different or like not completely but like it's different like i know a lot of girls who can't pass a fitness test but they can play 90 minutes and not get tired mm -hmm. so i feel like in off season it's important to be also kind of on season like try to like go and play some like with some um, people um just like a pickup kind of thing um or of course like if you can't then yes like fartlex is the best probably like fartlek who doesn't know it's like a minute on a hard pace and then like two minutes jog a hundred uh a minute hard pace and then two two minutes jog and kind of like that nice the old yeah. the old swedes had a uh had a, had a habit or a knack for naming things katie how do you get your fitness in uh i mean like same for me whenever i'm back home in trinidad like uh I do a lot of running, so like three miles. Uh, I would try to do long distance, but I would also do like drills, agility, speed, stuff like that. And then I'll be able to play with some of the guys that's actually at the savannah or the park. You know, so having both is very important because like she said, uh, you can run as much as you want. But game fitness is like extremely different from fitness fitness. You know, so being able to play and also enjoy playing like it helps you with your mental as well you know so the more you enjoy the more you won't feel yourself burning out mm. you know what i'm saying so yeah and also when you like run let's say like menu or like 5k you're thinking about only like running 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 but mm. on the field you have to think like oh like what to do with a ball what to do without a ball how to defend how to attack so mm -hmm. it all adds up so when you're when you're running do you listen to music yeah. Or do you listen to the, 
the sound of your feet <laughs> hitting the pavement or if i listen to the sound of my feet <laughs> i would be done within the first mile i'm telling you <laughs> it has to have music hell yeah uh i i love uh, running this music and like i don't know like i cannot like sometimes you can wake up and be so like oh freak i don't want to run today as soon as i put headphones in i'm like okay let's do it like let's go but it also depends like if it's a recovery run and you like run with someone we can like just jog and like talk or um if it's a beautiful weather and like you just want to listen to something like not your um headphones but like mostly headphones in yeah, so you two are, are normal. He's a psycho and does and runs with just nothing. Yeah, because for me, when I take the headphones off and I hear myself breathe, I'm like, they're oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I don't like that. Terrible. That's because y'all are normal. He's a, there. There's been um, there's a f- very few people in the history of this podcast that have said no. He's one of them, um, and they're mm. psychos. <laughs> Soccer superstitions. Got any? Oh, of course. <laughs> What's yours? I kind of have you can a share lot. As, you can share as I many mean, as you're comfortable sharing. I mean, I have a couple. Um, it's always has to be oatmeal in the morning before the game. Um, 48 hours rule, no junk food. Um, before kickoff or or before game day? Before kickoff. Or like I kind of consider, um, like, I don't know, like, yeah, kickoff time, I guess. So, like, uh, maybe Thursday you might have some junk food, but once Thursday night rolls around, you're not eating junk food if the kickoff 7 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah, but uh, I'm, like, I'm not a big fan of junk food. So, if I had it, like, I would probably have it, like, yeah, three days before, two days before. Um, and it would be maybe, like, some sweet stuff. I don't like fast food, for example, so. All right, all right. And then... um what else i just have so many like i always have to do this like roll out with a small ball my and my feet i guess i don't know and then um go on a walk all the time before doesn't matter what time the game is Mm. pray a couple of times um call my parents it is important sometimes sometimes it doesn't work out but I most like most of the times I just call them and just like talk to them before the game because they're the only ones who can like kind of like say something which is gonna like just like oh, let's go. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Those are good. Katie, do you have any? Uh, yeah, I have a few. Uh, for me, <gasps> I forgot. Sorry, sorry. And a long sleeve, always. Oh, she always wear a long sleeve. Is that is that a uh, is that a turf thing or is that just like a no in general in general uh, okay this is a weird story because when we were kids uh, my first so my first coach um, during all these nine years he said okay in Celsius okay if it's like let's say under seventy you're not allowed to go in on a short sleeve like you have to go home you're not allowed to practice outside because like he was worried about us getting sick so that's when we started like wearing a t-shirt and a long sleeve under and i was like this is so weird and then after that i was just playing like this like not all of my life because sometimes like i couldn't but like now when i'm in college i'm like okay like this like this just like brings me so much i feel like a kid on the field just like playing kicking the ball around and just enjoying the game mm-hmm. cool I love that. Sorry. No, no, you're good. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, for me, the 
the socks that I wear, the previous practice, I have to wear it for the game. So I wear cut <laughs> socks, but underneath I wear my own socks. Really? So that's something that I have to do. So, so I, whatever you wore Friday or Thursday, whatever day the last day of practice was for the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she doesn't wash it. I wash it. Just kidding. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> just kidding. I wash it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I already set up my socks that I wore yesterday uh, to, to wear tomorrow. And then uh, also... Like every day I start my morning in prayer, but for for game days especially like I could be doing anything but I just have to be talking to God through that process and like you know asking him for guidance throughout the game and stuff like that even after the game and making sure that I understand that even if I don't have a good performance like his will be done, you know? And then uh for music, I don't I don't listen to hype music all the time. For game days, I like to stay calm because mm. when I'm calm, I play I play my best. I don't I don't be like extremely hype, you know. So I stay very quiet and I listen to soft tone music, uh, music that kind of like reach to me rather than just like rah rah rah, you know. Uh, so just having like calm music, a calm energy, calm vibes. Do you put on headphones? What if if there's a boombox? Like let's say they've yeah. got stuff going in the locker room, you got headphones on. Yeah, I do, I do. So keep so your vibe I think a little. Yeah, I I think those three is like the big things for me. Uh, I have like smaller stuff, but I I it's not coming to my mind right now. Cool. If a movie was made about your life, who would you want to play you? Ooh. Like you mean like a professional actor to be in my role? Mm-hmm. Can it be a guy? <laughs> it could be whoever you want. Whoever you want. It would be Joy from Friends. Because he's like, shh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, you can pick whoever you want. Absolutely. Mm. That's insane. I don't know. I've never thought about this. <laughs> I know. From all American, you, Olivia. Olivia. <laughs> Olivia Baker. Freak, I watched the episode yesterday when he died. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was crying so bad. If you guys didn't watch Erase All American, it. cut this part out. Yeah. <laughs> Freak. He died. Sorry, I spoiled. <laughs> spoiler alert. I'll put a spoiler uh, alert in there. Oh, I was crying yesterday. Yeah, I cried too. But um, I would say maybe Zendaya or something. I don't know. I love Zendaya. Good so. one. Perfect. Good one. Yeah. yeah. There's gonna Absolutely. be a new show. What show? With her, I don't remember, but it's in Ukrainian. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, That's it's gonna be though. in English too. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I just saw some like spoilers. Do you have a go-to karaoke song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know the whole song, but yeah. Stay with it? me by Rihanna. Okay. No, stay. I said stay with me. That sounds smith. <laughs> <laughs> stay by Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah. Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Oh my god. Pre game song. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Okay, so let's see if you can do this for each other. What is Nadia's best hidden talent, do you think? And Nadia, what do you think Katie's best hidden talent is? Oh, I know her. She learns languages very fast. I think that's a gift. Because people at this day and age, in our big age, like we're not able to process learning new languages as fast as she does. So I think that's something that she has. I'm about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Mushy. Thanks, brother. <laughs> 
her talent <laughs> is freaking she's the best in singing like you would hear her it's awesome but she's too shy to say yeah i'm too shy so you're one of those people that should do karaoke instead of all the people that shouldn't do karaoke yeah, yeah exactly. i always stand on the couch and watch everyone and be like yeah you go girl <laughs> she literally <laughs> told me that i'm awful in singing and that i have to shut up i didn't say the last part <laughs> yeah she did but it was kind of like that but i know that i'm awful are y'all roommates yeah are you are you do you actually share a room or do you just are you just apartment mates? Uh just apartment mates, sorry. Yeah. No, no, I, I said roommates, but then like obviously I wanted to clarify. We share the bathroom. <laughs> so yeah, who's who's the cleaner roommate? I mean, my right now, I just did laundry, so my clothes is everywhere, but other than that, I don't know. My like I like to stay clean. Everything has to be where it has to be. It has to be clean all the time. But right now, when we are at the point when we are like almost done with the season, we have to pack. My room is a mess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's only like this periods when you have to pack or unpack. But then like overall, like everything's yes. Mm -hmm. Who cooks? Both. She cooks really good, but she cooks yeah. like. But she cooks all the time. I just cook occasionally. Do I you guess. guys divide it up like, or do you just cook for yourselves and? Oh, we cook separately. Yeah. Well. I had a, uh, we had another uh, roommate, so we would cook with her sometimes together. But then she left, so I just ate by myself. <laughs> she who shall not be named. Yeah, and I would always cook for her. She ate all my food, by the way. <laughs> but it's okay. What do you guys do in your free time? I know you don't have a ton because you're practicing and playing uh, quite a bit, a very compressed schedule. But when you do get a little free time, what do you do? <laughs> well, for <laughs> me, I love. TV, so I I love to watch shows on Disney Plus, Hulu, Netflix, anything. Or uh, I love to read as well. I'm reading this new book called Unraveled, and it's really really good. So I think that has me, you know, hooked a little bit. I I also read the Bible a lot too. So that's something I I do every day, and then listen to music all the time. I'm always listening to music, singing, you know, uh, dancing, having my little concert in my personal time. So that's, that's some things I do during the day. Nice. Um, I don't, like, I don't really have free time um, as much, like, during school year. Like, if it's um, right now, um, like, I work as well. So when I get a free time, I like to read a lot i like to read bible of course morning and nights and then um i like to go boxing or just working out um and um, what else and I, I sometimes watch netflix or something just when i get like a i don't know like i can like sit and text people so i can just watch like just listen to it but i also do duolingo and learn spanish right now so Love that. Did what you, you, oh, sorry. Go oh, so did you watch a lot of TV when you were trying to learn English? No. Um, I was trying to... So, okay. There's a stereotype in... Ev I don't know, like in every country or in my country. We say, like, you have to watch Friends to learn English. That's such a cap. <laughs> like, the biggest cap I've ever heard. Like, they're speaking so fast. I'm like, I did not learn it from there. 
like when I was learning English, I was just focusing on simple things at the beginning, learning just words, words, words. The more words you know, the better. And then creating sentences. And you guys have so many different times. Like, yeah. why do we even need that? I don't know. Like, of course, like I use some of them right now, but like there's some like I don't even remember maybe how to like okay i remember but like you don't even use this present perfect whatever yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so or like future perfect i'm like how is it even possible so um you just have to like kind of like learn the basics and um i was watching despicable me and i was learning from there so but i don't think like you have like i don't think you can actually um watch something until you're like at least like on the middle yeah because like you won't you it's just it's gonna be a waste of time i guess because like now right now i'm just learning how to like say different like verbs like i want to or like i like or i just like different like colors basics just so you can like have a conversation and then when it comes time to practice let's say and we like do something and Juan is gonna like say like one touch I'm like okay how to say it in Spanish and he's like uno toque okay uno toque guys <laughs> and just learn from there and then you remember better because you already like in the environment and then it's like reminding you more because if you just sorry no you're sorry. good if you just read it from the book, you're probably not going to remember that. Mm -hmm. Love that. Good language learning advice for, for all the people at home. What are y'all... So what are you watching right now? Like television? Yeah. I'm watching this show uh, called Blackish. It's It's so funny. It's like American comedy. It's so ridiculous. Like everyone is petty. Everyone has this drama, dramatic life that they're trying to bring together. That just absolutely... It just works. At the end of the day, I'm also watching uh, All American. Hopefully, the latest season will come out soon. Wait, there's another season? Yeah, supposed to have the final one, I think. Egg. Oh, my God. And then I'm also watching, yeah, I'm simultaneously watching series. I know that's a crime for some oh, people. Oh, I'm doing but <laughs> I am doing the same thing. Yeah, I'm also watching uh, Agent, Agent Carter on Disney+. Plus. It's really Oh, good. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big Marvel fan, so that's something I look into. Um, I'm watching a cooking show in Ukraine. Okay, it's like a Ukrainian, um, and it's probably the last one I think, um, because we used to watch it as a kids, and like now it's there's like a hundred seasons of different like competitions. So, and it's on YouTube. Um, and then I watch All American, of course, and I like uh, all this um, like criminal stuff. Mm -hmm. So I brother come on <laughs> i like um swat it's like they're just like um going for bad guys and stuff and i like grace anatomy okay. forever oh. okay everyone loves grace anatomy <laughs> you don't everyone does oh okay <laughs> good <laughs> we just uh we I just got a visit from the uh we just got a visit from the, from the pups i love grace anatomy Mm -hmm. but yeah i'm watching like one episode of swat one episode of all american one episode of that and like just like one episode each N not like like not like every day but i can like okay what are you gonna watch what am i gonna watch today okay one episode of like all american and then the next day i'm like okay i'm not in the mood for that let's just watch Grace. Oh, okay, exactly okay. yeah that's yeah, yeah. what yeah. i do like yeah. i can watch just focus on one thing mm -hmm. i think like watching uh do y'all have any favorite like non-soccer sports Stuff that like you want to watch on TV or 
mm-hmm. maybe you played a little bit growing up or or, or what yeah uh, for me i love watching track and field okay. like it's so exciting to watch you you see the people like literally chasing to the fade to the finish line and you want to know like okay who's gonna take it you see someone go up and then they'll go back and they'll go up like it's very exciting uh also i love to watch basketball and uh i've i've grown a little bit of love for american football okay you know after um, all american yeah yeah <laughs> i'm I'm learning the rules uh to american <laughs> football so i think i'm i'm liking it a little more the more than i know and then if i'm back home i love to watch cricket you know that's something that's something i really like to do what uh what's your favorite event and for track and field for track and field would be the the 100 because i always used to grow up watching usain bolt yeah. and stuff like that so seeing him as soon as uh the the gun shots in the air like everyone is sprinting like it's a it's a quick 10 minute ra- 10 second race but at the end of the day it's like the most screaming you hear in my household you know so it was really like a memorable experience yeah you know how he said like you work like four years to run 10 10 seconds, seconds yeah that's awesome like yeah. i can't I, I mean it's the same for us too but the the time is long we train uh for months to play a 90 minute game mm-hmm. you know so yeah but it's like 10 seconds bro. yeah it's 10 seconds. the fastest 10 seconds go so fast make or break honestly yeah that's the track and field is is crazy and usain bolt is also crazy also crazy. i was just in grenada um mm-hmm. for the usa playing mexico or no, i'm sorry playing grenada before this but then i went recently to usa mexico and they um tr- um they have the whole like the whole stadium complex is named after just a runner. Tremonti James is that his name? Yeah, I, mean, I don't remember. But anyway, he's like the most famous uh, runner from Grenada, and it's like the. But I didn't like here. Like track stars are like are famous, but they're not like. There's no stadiums named after like Justin Gallen, mm-hmm. you know, like that I know of at least. But this, I mean, the whole like soccer stadium complex was named after this guy. And yeah. Just, it's, shows how big track and field is some places yeah in trinidad too we have a lot of stadiums for uh football uh soccer players sorry you can call it, you can call it whatever players. you want yeah we have the atoboland stadium we have larry gomes stadium uh for the cricketers we have the uh can't remember the stadium uh brian lara stadium that's that's more in south like once you reach a certain point of elite then you get a stadium after you. Mm. <laughs> it's Kirani James. That was my that was my mispronunciation. Kirani I couldn't remember his first name. There we go. Uh, who's the fastest player on the team? The fastest player on the team. I don't know. Probably Summer looks fast. <laughs> That's just a lantern arm swing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She is fast. Kaylee. Kaylee. Yeah, Kaylee's fast too. And Anna. Um. Not not Summer's sister. Silverton. Yeah. What? Anna Silva? Silva, yeah. Yes, she's fast too. But she's short, so I think Kaylee is the fastest. Really? But Katie is also fast. I was saying, Katie's pretty fast. Yeah, I'm fast, but I don't know if I'm the fastest. <laughs> that's that's the question. And how I long is the race, right? Maybe, yeah, maybe we should all line up and do a 100-meter sprint. I, I would love this. Okay. It'd be fun. Okay. In my head, I think you're the fastest without a ball. Kaylee's the fastest with a ball. Mm, fair oh, enough. Because okay. that's, that's what that's she does. Like, yeah. I thought Nadia was about to say like she was faster. Yeah. 
the way she was the way she was que- queuing up there i thought she was about to be like but with the ball i'm the fastest yeah, I'm, I'm just one. technical <laughs> enough you're also fast enough fast enough exactly thank you uh so we've got the next one is, is best dressed uh which you've already been nominated for uh but outside of yourselves who's the best yeah. dressed player on the team mm. anna is always cute which anna which anna yeah summer sister but also i love summer scrubs <laughs> the grown scrub, up scrub the is always up. gonna be great on anyone like i'm telling you yeah uh hmm sage is also dressing up yeah i would say like chrisana is always whenever she dresses up for game day she dresses up you know and also probably eva like she dresses <laughs> nice too for game days so yeah those two for me Thank you, Katie. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like picking up my outfits a week before. You, you want me to lie on here? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know. I don't care. I'm literally in the mood for the game. Like, I don't like dressing up. Yeah. Do either of you talk trash on the field? Oh, I always do. Wait. Always. About someone or about yourself? Just, no, to, well, just talking, just talking trash. trash. Like to a teammate, or not to a teammate, but to, a, to, to the, the opponent. opponent. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like funny or like maybe or mean. It's a little me- little mean or yeah, she does. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. <laughs> I used I mean, to. That's how you get in their heads. Like yeah. you you stop them from doing like passing you one v one, and you're like, oh, you're not good. Like where are you trying to go? <laughs> you know, a little sly comment every once in a while to kind of throw them off. And that that's how I get pretty hit pretty hard because they come you, at me they afterwards. Do, they do come after you. They yeah, beat you. <laughs> yeah. I be playing rugby out there because of my mouth, you know. So <laughs> you do take some shots. Boxing. Maybe maybe sometimes I need to like limit what I say. And, and here I here okay, here okay, I am yeah. thinking it's the referee that should just like you know. Oh, the referee should also do a better job. Oh, not, oh of not course. We're not rugby. supposed to have yeah, any why referees. Is, why is uh, like attempted murder legal in women's soccer like the they're just exactly it's it's unbelievable the stuff that would be called a foul in a men's game is like or a yellow card is not even given as a foul in in women's soccer i don't understand it mm-hmm. katie you can be mean on the field as soon as um as soon as i am there calming you down okay <laughs> The thing is, I be calm. Like I walk away laughing after. Oh yeah, she starts laughing. <laughs> Which this, makes them more mad. There was this one time, me and Nadia was there, and Nadia tackled the girl, and the foul was called, obviously. And we well, standing uh, over. Me? This is the the eight six alliance game. The eight six. And I tackled line. someone. Yeah, and the girl when was on the yellow? floor. No, 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 not oh. that one. The girl was on the floor, and we were both over the girl, and I was trying to get the ball, and oh yes, sir. one of the girls run up and was like, get away from her! And I was like, get away from her? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was okay. And I started laughing so hard, and she was so offended. She came for me the entire game after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Is it like who are you trying to intimidate me? <laughs> who who are you? Yeah, I love it. It was so <laughs> who's, funny. Who's the biggest trash talker on the team? I don't think anyone trash talks on the team, honestly. Okay, maybe Sage. I don't know. Am I wrong? Sage and Ava, maybe. 
I don't know. Sage does it loud. Yeah, Sage does it loud. She she trash talked the referee, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, referee is allowed, okay? Yeah. The referee is the worst person on freaking field. Unless we you want to get a yellow card for talking trash to the referee, yeah. <laughs> Who, uh, who's the player most likely to try to uh, meg you or, or get you? Mm. Me. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not, like, okay, I'm not doing it just to impress like to impress someone or like oh i magged you ha 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 it just like if i see the opportunities that i can like mag then i'll do that but i don't like i have at schools a girl who is always magging everyone but it just like it doesn't make sense like if you mag and lose the ball then what's the point that's true it doesn't count if you don't get it back yeah so like do you say megs afterwards no i just <laughs> no i literally i do i do <laughs> Like, I literally just, like, I don't know, like, okay, I magged you, or okay, you magged me, whatever. Like, I consider it as a being, like, just, like, I don't know. Like, if you did it intentionally, if you, like, magged me, get the ball, scores a goal, okay, I'll, like, I'll upload you. But, like, if you just magged me, so your friends on the, on the, um, um, the sideline? On the sideline can, like, hug and clap, like, like, no. Like, <laughs> I'm the guy on the sideline. No. Clapping. No. I play. I play goalkeeper in five aside, and I, if if one of my teammates gets a meg or gets megged, I'm the one going megs. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the one for Oregon. Correct for Oregon. I'm there for the megs. For I, Oregon. I see megs is so overrated. I don't know. I'm That's sorry, a hot guys. Take. No, no, it's okay. It's sorry, a good. It's, it's a hot take. No, I see someone get sorry. megged. I scream <laughs> to the top of my lungs. Well, I do it too. <laughs> Make sure everyone knows that he get megged. <laughs> I do it at practice. I don't do it during games. I don't know. I'm so like I don't know. It's, yeah. it's serious during the game. It is. Who who coordinates and practices the most goal celebrations during practice? Who's always trying to get the goal celebrations figured out? Oh, Chrisan. She always does the gritty. Whenever <laughs> like she's practicing, she say, "If I score next time, I'll do the gritty." And I was like, "You score every game, so you better do it next time." <laughs> So hopefully tomorrow she she does the gritty on the on the sidelines. Let's go. I want I want several. I want lots I want, of gritties I want lots tomorrow. Of gritties. I want lots okay. of gritties tomorrow. I'll let her know. Yeah. <laughs> so we already talked about um, Nadia's favorite pregame meal. Yeah. Oatmeal. Well, it's not like it's a breakfast of the game. Though. Ah, okay. So what's your favorite pregame meal then? Do you have one? Yes, it's Jimmy John's Caesar wrap. Hmm. Beautiful. Okay, did you but have in one? that case, I have to spend money. <laughs> I mean, whatever tastes good and whatever's healthy before the game. Yeah. Oh yeah, and um, for for me, for example, I have to eat like four hours before. Like I have to starve during the game. That's when I feel like my stomach is empty. I can like perform. She's like, whenever I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't play on an empty stomach. Oh, you can. I can't. I have to. I have to have something in my stomach. I got to eat. 90 minutes for a game i'll mm. yeah, i'll run me. out of gas it's just because mm -hmm. i'm so like used to like eating four or like three thirty before three and a half hours but like i'm not gonna be the person who's like snack at granola bar right before the kickoff like i i don't feel like i'm gonna like i feel like my stomach is gonna process food instead of focusing mm. on, like oh. i mean i think that i think that's reasonably common we had a we have a player had a player in the past that came on and he said like he eats just a little bit of fruit during the day he eats, a bre eats breakfast and a little bit of fruit during the day because he wants to be like you said starving mm -hmm. and i'm like i would i but couldn't see, do it like i can't have fruits even because fruits are heavy on you like fruits are 
I don't know, like I, I don't like to eat fruits before. I eat fruits after. Only banana. Because like... Gotta get that potassium. Gotta keep those cramps away. I'm taking uh, vitamins. <laughs> is it helping? It is. Like I've not, I've haven't had cramps for a long time already. Mm. I just I feel because magnesium magnesium that's also um so I'm taking magnesium every morning and I feel like that helps a lot. But I also like I don't know. Like I used to have really bad cramps during the night in my calves, but not anymore. Oh, that's the worst. It is like I can wake up and be like <gasps> Yeah. Yeah, that is the worst. What's the, what are your, you, uh, you, you've both mentioned eating healthy a lot. What is your go-to, you've both been here long enough that I would imagine you have a go-to, like, I I'm, I need something gross. I need a fat, I need fast food. I need a cheat meal. I need something that's, you know, mm. I need this shake from somewhere in a hamburger. Or do you really not do that at all? Not You never want. I'm a big trail mix girl. That does not count. Why? With, with it ch- has chocolate. With chocolate like, in it? Yeah, like small chocolate uh, drops or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Over, the, we're, we're over here like, you know, no, you can have a, a, a burger from some fast like food burgers. place or like french fries or like something. I'll take trail mix, please. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, hold on. You, sir, have no reason to trash talk anyone for their food takes. Just wait. He has terrible food takes. Okay. Oh if God. we're talking about dessert, kind of, like, of course, like I would have trail mix. But if you're talking about food, like I'm, I love Mexican. And of course, like if I if you eat a lot of oh if you eat a little bit of Mexican, it does, it's not gonna count as a bad like fast food. But like sometimes if I want a really like bad meal, which I don't really, but I would get like nachos with queso, chicken, and all this like okay. mm-hmm. stuff. And then when it's a lot already, then it counts like a bad meal. But still pretty good. But but I also pretty excellent. <laughs> Someone's no, an athlete. It's just because I feel like if I'm gonna eat something bad, my stomach is gonna like feel bad because it's not used to it. That's why I don't want to feel bad afterwards. That's, yeah. that's very. But sp- I can also get ice cream, but I'm lactose intolerant, so I <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> what kind of ice cream? Andy's. We went to Nashville to play a game, and on the way back, it was Andy's, um, like custard place, my favorite, and I got um, Oreo and cheesecake. There you go. Mm. And then you felt terrible afterwards. Um, That wasn't the war. Like, it wasn't really... I I don't think it was bad that time. Because, like, it also depends what you eat, like, throughout the week. Like, if you eat lactose all week long, then, of course, like, ice cream is going to just kill you. But, like, if, like, I try to stay away from it, so then if I have it, I usually, like, don't even feel it. But... Yeah. But if it's, like... Like, if I get coffee with regular milk, oh, I'm done. I'm gone for a whole day. <laughs> mm I would say for me, like snack wise, gummy bears. Like I will always mm. be gumming down some gummy bears. <laughs> but uh when it comes to food, I'm obsessed with Chick fil A. Spicy chicken sandwich, yeah. And uh either like uh cookies and cream milkshake or the Sunjoy. I well, always the, that's which, my go to. Which one's the Sunjoy? The Sunjoy is a mixture of the sweet tea with the lemonade. So they combine both of those. It's top tier. I'm telling you. you? This is not an ad. (laughs) (laughs) This is a real endorsement. This is real. Have you tried a uh, peach milkshake from Chick-fil-A? A A peach milkshake? That's Mm -hmm. like summertime. You should, bro. It's the best. I like that too. Okay. You should try it next week. Yeah. Chick-fil-A spicy chicken sandwich is a great... Uh, do you yeah. have do you have favorite fast food fries? Miss doesn't eat fast food. Mm. 
fast food. I don't fries. like fries. I don't really like potato. Like I eat it only because there's potassium. That's why I ate it yesterday. But I think McDonald's has the best fries. Just the fries. Not yeah, nuts. I think. So. Well, Chick Fil A is also fine. Yeah, Chick Fil A when it's hot and like ready to go. Yeah, their their fries is top tier. But McDonald's like the singular fries, not the waffle fries. I think they have the best. Chick Fil A's got better dipping sauces. That's yes. the thing that Chick Fil A has. That's so you can sauce. so even if the fries end up being trash, which sometimes they are, if you got a mm-hmm. good dipping sauce, it makes up for it. Yeah. What's your favorite dipping sauce? Polynesian. Okay. <gasps> That's what yeah. I was gonna say. Everyone loves Polynesian. Chick Fil A sauce, guys. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Polynesian is better. It's healthier, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm always trying to find a healthier option. You are. You are very. You are very healthy. That is. That is impressive. Uh, what about? Not always. Let's let's switch to pizza. Uh, pineapple and pizza, yes or no? Yes, yes, please. Let's go. Pineapple with chicken. Let's go. The best. But I don't like he pizza. Do, he, does, he doesn't. <laughs> you don't like pizza? No, I don't. Yeah, she don't eat the pizza. I like. I, After but, a game, when they get you pizza, you're like, no thanks. One time, like one time in a whole season, I would have it just because we don't have any more food. Is that because of the lactose? Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's already like in my head. So like don't have pizza i don't know but also because of that because it's so like uh fatty and stuff so like oil like everywhere but like america's pizza is so bad like <laughs> in ukraine Agreed. or italy the, like the crust is not the crust like the floor floor the crust, the crust, yeah, the crust. Yeah. The crust is so thin and everything on top matters here in america nothing on top matters only the crust Mm. like you eat the whole like um flavor like um i don't i, I get don't what you're saying i get what you're saying you if you go to nicer pizza places they'll have thinner crusts yeah like but um, like real new restaurants york. new york style yeah, yeah. new york mm-hmm. style but um but like domino's pizza hut papa little john's caesars the papa john's they're all bread but you know i love them too bread oh exactly. i love all bread. of them there's no bad such thing as bad pizza mm. In my but, opinion. Uh, like cheese s- pizza is bad pizza. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love cheese pizza. Just well, get breadsticks instead. Like. <laughs> I can also eat breadsticks. I'll eat either one. I'll eat either one. There is no bad pizza. Oh, man. There is no bad pizza. If I craved pizza, like, I would go and, like, get some, like, New York style with, like, cheese, chicken, tomato, and pineapple. There we go. That's mm-hmm. a great pizza. I'm in. If what? I was craving what but type of what type of food from home do you miss most? Every single one. <laughs> okay, so like, what 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 would be like in a typical week? If you're let's say let's, let's say you're at, at home with your family in a typical week, uh, in terms of like food, like what are you eating on a regular basis that you can't? Yeah, I don't or, even know or, what or Ukrainian food or, is or like. Or don't normally get here. Healthy. <laughs> um. Okay, so I'm gonna say um three different which is um soup like in ukraine there's um like a tradition when you have lunch kind of like so we have breakfast early and then lunch in the middle of the day so for me having lunch at 11 is weird or 12 like usually it's two or three okay and then you have dinner at like seven kind of so you can separate it like separate divide your day by three so we would have when you have a uh, lunch you have like a big lunch which is like soup and like second dish and stuff so we have the soup is like a um oh my gosh what's this called like a red thing um 
not like cabbage red cabbage yeah I guess, cabbage kind of um so red cabbage and like it's this the soup is red there's like tomato and like potato and carrot and all the stuff like we boil it all together and it's the to- with tomato pasta as well so, so it's usually vegetable not meat and you can add like chicken uh boiled chicken already so that's like the thing that it's like a traditional ukrainian food and we cook it like my mom would cook it probably like every week because it's my brother's and my dad's favorite um and then as a like a second dish um i love cabbage rolls it's our ukrainian traditional um dish it's just a cabbage and then you have like meat and you add onions carrots and a little bit of rice and you like kind of put it in the um, cabbage and you like roll it and steam it how do you, what's it called in, in Ukrainian? Um, and then Romanians have sarmale, which is like the same type of thing. Yes. Um, and I miss it so much because I don't know. I was craving a few days ago and I was like, oh. there's no, yeah, there's no cabbage rolls here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and my brother was like, you just have to make it. And I'm like, bro, it's going to take it's like so forever. hard. It's so hard. I mean, I know how to make it, but first of all, I have to buy all the food and it's not going to go like just on, like, it's going to be a lot of food and I won't be able to finish it. And it's also going to take like five hours, which I don't have kind of. So, yeah. And then the third would be like kind of a dessert, but we also make it for, um, breakfast it's like uh cheesecakes but it's like che- like it's circles so you have cottages which in ukraine is different from here it's not salty at all like it tastes like nothing so you have cheese uh, cottages you add uh, one um uh one egg and then you add um flavor and uh just a little bit of sugar and um raisins and you just like mix it together do like one bowl and then you like kind of like uh do like this and then you put in the pan and fry from both sides and then you eat it and it's like it's sweet Mm. wow how often do you get to go home uh if i'm lucky once a year but i'm probably not gonna go home until like three years now yeah your your family stayed um yeah. with the war so the war started um a year and a half ago and my family stayed there for almost a whole year because they couldn't just leave um like they couldn't leave they my grandparents they couldn't leave because like um like i don't know like why why do you have to leave your own country like if someone told you like in america leave like i don't know i understand them and i like i wanted them to live to be safe but they are safe at home because it's home and um my brother left he uh, he lived in spain for a few months and then he came to poland and he's in poland currently and my mom and my dad were in ukraine but then my dad left to work and uh, right now my mom and my dad are were just traveling because they can't come back yeah and um and they're in poland as well right now okay like as of today do they speak is that why you were learning polish or do they already speak some polish uh polish is really easy for us to learn because when i was a kid we would have tournaments like every season so we would have like winter season um tournaments there and then spring and then summer so we would go to poland a lot and polish is really easy to understand for us but it's harder to speak like of course like i can say some words but it's probably like i can say words in, like i know ukrainian he knows 
you know it's polish you can speak in polish i can speak in ukraine and we'll understand each other mm, okay so that's this kind of language and it's like really like catchy you can learn like words really quick so i'm not gonna say like i'm like fluent in it but like i can have a conversation okay mm-hmm. and poland is just because uh, my brother's best friend lives there so they're just like uh, renting apartments there and it's closer to ukraine like to my city is only like where's the place where they stand it's like seven hours so and it's like poland is like probably the only country who i would say right now is the best supporters they're like our neighbors which um like of co- like who knows history they would say like oh russia is your neighbor yeah but russia is like the worst so yeah katie what do you uh what do you miss from home eating wise oh uh my favorite food back home is called pilau. So it's basically uh, curry, whatever meat you have. So chicken, uh, goat, pork, lamb, anything that you have. So you, cur- you sorry, not curry, stew. <laughs> wow. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> she now doesn't know how to make we're curry. Leaving it wow. <laughs> now we're leaving it in. Some, someone at home is like, oh, we're just going to make a curry. You got to go home. <laughs> learn something so erase reboot are you really from trinidad (laughs) no i'm a phony (laughs) you should you should talk more trash on the field nadia yeah yeah, you got some good you got some good uh some good back and forth i can i can literally break your mental health i'm telling you (laughs) just say like one sentence i was raised like that not in my family just like overall just playing with the too. boys yeah. playing with the boys exactly <laughs> they can teach you so much <laughs> oh but it's stew gosh. with meat and what else yeah so uh <laughs> no curry it's called pilau <laughs> pilau is stew whatever meat you have so chicken uh beef pork whatever and you add like your rice your peas and stuff like that and then you add your coleslaw on the side it's like a very very good dish and then there's also like roti. You have it with your curry. That's what I was thinking about before. <laughs> I was thinking about roti, but yeah. And then uh, for Saturdays, is soup all the time. So you have your cow heel soup, your corn soup, uh, your chicken foot soup, like whatever you have there. And then Sunday lunch be the best. You have like, it's like Thanksgiving, basically. <laughs> you have different sides. You have your macaroni pie. You have a callaloo, which is like blended vegetables. And then you have your rice, your peas, uh, your potato salad, your macaroni salad, like whatever you have all jumbled into one plate. And that's like your your Sunday lunch right there. Beautiful. So I think that's what I miss the most every Sunday. I wake up in the morning and I do not smell Sunday lunch food, you know. So I, I think that's a tragedy mm. right there. Are you going to get to go home in between leaving here and, and whatever happens in Europe? No, the the last, the next time I'll be going home is December. Okay. So I have a while until, but I know it's going to be worth it because December is when my mom cooks the most. Okay. <laughs> mom, first Sunday I'm back. There's no skipping. No, I already, I already gave her my list when I went to Nashville last <laughs> week and she said, okay. I so. do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already like writing the week before I fly in. Exactly. I need all these things. Oh, what am I? Oh, did I miss? Oh, who is the teammate most likely to show up late to the bus? Mm. If she wasn't driving me, it would be me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, she's. Oh, my gosh. Caribbean time is. Island time. Island time is 20 minutes late. (laughs) 
if i'm being generous five minutes late <laughs> thank you, you. so that's something that i try to work on especially being like a professional athlete at this point just being able to be on time or before time because on time is late in see, america so you and yes. i are just rolling on island time that's all it is that's exactly yeah, that's definitely what we do we are really i mean you, you saw he arrived late today but we, <laughs> we are both really bad at being on time exactly so like even even if someone has an event a party if it starts seven everyone comes at eight or comes at nine and then it ends at 12 or it ends at 10 it's like oh we just got here like you should have been here like two hours ago <laughs> you would have enjoyed the entire thing like that's what we do yeah that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's completely different about me. Like As I, we uh, are, you very are you very on time? Y- yes, I she have is. to be like twenty minutes before. Like if I know there's something important like this, like I had to be here ten minutes before at least. But she was washing <laughs> dishes. I was like, okay, whatever. I was like, oh, we got we, time. We got, <laughs> we got the time only because I was freaking speeding. <laughs> well, as we uh, as we kind of begin to wrap up here. Um, like what is what is this ex- this experience playing for CFC this summer been like for y'all? Have you done anything like this in 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 summer? You 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 played summer last summer. I think you did not. Yeah, it's my first summer league. Yeah. Okay. In the U.S. So so first what's what's the experience been like? And and we, you know, I guess just share a little bit about your your time here. Not if you've ever been here before or. Mm-hmm. obviously uh it's it's new to me everything that i experience i would always take it head on uh as a as a very good experience like with cfc you know they were able to provide uh different things for us like housing uh whatever that we needed in that time like they were able to provide which i'm extremely grateful for uh being able to play during the summer competitively and just being able to keep my fitness up and stuff like that you know, uh, I really appreciate being here because honestly, I came here last minute because of my coach at ULM. Like he said, hey, if you want to play this summer to keep your fitness up until that next opportunity comes, then this team will be a good team for you. And I I don't think that he lied about that at all. Shout out Will Roberts. Yeah, uh, you know who he is. <laughs> we do, we do. He played a, he played a season here. Yeah, yeah, he sure did. So I, I'm really grateful that he was able to 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 lead me to this path because i i get to experience you know a new city a new environment i never knew about chattanooga until i came here honestly speaking (laughs) uh you know being able to meet new and great people like you guys and nadia and the girls on the team and even the staff and stuff like that it's, it's really been a good experience you know and my mom always told me like you know take things head on new things new experiences new people you know market yourself network and stuff like that because in in moments in the future if you need something or if you have something you have these people to to look back on and even if i'm coming next year possibly i'm able to even have that option open or that opportunity where i can look back and say oh cfc you know i can go there for the summer and still play you know and stuff like that so i think that's that's something that that i can grow from being here we look forward to having you back next time, <laughs> whether you know whether you know it yet or not. Yeah, we definitely do. <clears throat> well, I want to say that um, I'm really blessed to be where I am right now. Um, it was, um, I don't know, it was a hard decision to make for me if I'm going to stay or not, because I was not planning to stay in the summer. And then um, Coach Randy, he... Um, 
train the team um, college uh, point and they're in our conference so we played them this past season and he knew about me he wanted me to come here and I was really like I was saying like um yes like I I'll probably come if I'm not going home but I can promise anything and it like we we didn't make a decision until like almost like the end of April and um I was also thinking about like um what I'm gonna do and stuff like that and then I also I knew about Chattanooga because uh, last summer when I played at MOBA at Peachtree City we played Red Wolves mm-hmm. in Chattanooga and I loved this place we like we got to go um, in the middle of the um, city I would say and we like ate and then I was like oh like that's a cool place and then everyone was like saying like I was saying that I'm gonna probably play from Chattanooga for Chattanooga FC and everyone is like oh Chattanooga is a beautiful place and I was like yeah and I did not realize how beautiful it was until I came here because I don't know like um it's a place where we're staying a white house on the top of the mountain yeah of course it's a little bit like a pain to drive up and down the hill every time but we have a beautiful view we have fresh air going outside is just like i I don't know i enjoy being outside there also going downtown on a bridge bridge is my favorite place here i run there every time after the game i run sometimes during the week i just enjoy water so chattanooga as a city is really beautiful and there's a lot of great opportunities and as a team um i think i found really good people here um good friends which helped me um play soccer together be roommates and just having fun and just kind of like enjoying my summer because um even through everything that i'm like dealing with um talking about my country and some other stuff with not being able to see my family like these people that i live with katie and everyone else in my house they made a big impact and coaches like juan uh, randy and alex as well um they've created kind of like a family atmosphere and helped us a lot to feel like we're needed here because they would always make sure that this and this is good. They would always ask. And yes, like at the beginning, I was like a little bit worried like to ask for help or ask anything. But right now, like I feel like I'm not talking to like the coaches as a coach, but like I'm talking to them as like kind of like my brothers, like older, my Alex is my older sister or like Juan and Randy are like just like my, I don't know, like uncles, I don't know. Um I don't know what to say, but But just like people who you can talk to. And then um, it gave me a great opportunity to just play the best game ever, soccer, the best sport ever, and just play with great people and great players. So I'm really thankful CFC for this opportunity. I love it. Well, what I'll I'll say uh, is, you know, we definitely like obviously we want you both back next summer but more importantly than that once you play for cfc you're always one of us our our, our saying is once a blue always a blue mm-hmm. so wherever life takes you wherever the sport takes you you've got a home in chattanooga for for a summer or you know for a weekend or, or whatever it is um so yeah thanks thanks for being here this summer and uh we've got you know one more game to go uh i think this will probably get 
published afterwards. But um, yeah, Breezy, anything more? Would you, uh, if people want to follow you on social media, where could they follow you? Uh, on Instagram for me, KD14, K E D I E 14. <laughs> just to clarify. Beautiful. I'll put, that, <laughs> I'll, put that, I'll put that in the show notes. Nadia? Instagram, it's N Ivanchenko, which is my last name. And then underneath, in underneath, whatever. Uh, underscore. Underscore zero seven. So yeah, follow, give some love to me and KD. <laughs> My bestie, uh-huh. <laughs> currently got a little bit of a got a little bit of a, a rhyme there. I like mm-hmm. it. Well, thank you, thank you for joining us. Thank you for giving so much of your time today. It's an hour and thirty six minutes, so that's you know <laughs> not that's not a small amount of time that you've given us today. So thank you, thank you for the beautiful moments, and we have one more one more Saturday full of them. So let's go score a lot of goals and have a lot of fun, listeners. Yes, thank you for listening. We we'll catch up with you later. <laughs>